2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, I feel like I need to give you guys a full-on life update. I feel like I haven't done that in a while. I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? You guys, if you guys follow me on Instagram at Natalie Poucher, you know Piper just started school. <laughs> so I just, there's a there's just a lot going on. Um, So I'm going to have my cousin on because, you know, You guys have met my entire family at this point. (laughs) But she is like my unofficial fourth sister and she's my best friend, I mean literally, grew up together. We're only months apart. Um, she's a badass and honestly everything she does. She's a VP of marketing. She has a bunch of side hustles, uh, super into fitness. So I, I'm excited for you guys to get to know her. She also has a podcast called Faith and Other F-Words that we're actually going to be recording right after this. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for you guys to get to know her and honestly just hang out, catch up. So enjoy the show.
0: Yeah. This is-
2: Hello, Tanya. Hi. Hi, how's it going? How are you? I'm so good. Oh, uh, you're, you're so happy.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly so excited we're getting to do this. And we both I, have like fancy mics. And like, I feel like we're like real people, you know, we're <laughs> like, doing know. the thing.
2: We were supposed to be doing this yesterday. Yeah. And it was about 105 degrees in my house. And I was sweating balls. I, the, the last two days, the AC went out in the house. I don't know why. I don't know how. And Piper, poor little thing. I had her like pretty much naked in the in the bed. Aww. And she could not fall asleep. So I, we like cuddled and waited until she was like exhausted. So I wasn't able to record with you. But here we
1: are. Mom duties, you know? <laughs> you know? Duty calls.
2: Gosh, do they call. And they call often. It's, and not at the best times. It just never fails with a kid. Piper does this thing where it's like, if we have to be somewhere on, call it, you know, November tenth at eight AM, she will choose November tenth to sleep in until ten oh five. Like, like, just why? Why? It's like the one day I need you to be up in Adam, and she just like chooses to do the opposite.
1: I don't know, but you chose my birthday as the example, and I'm a
2: little, I'm a little offended. Are you trying to tell me something? For no. My
0: birthday?
2: <laughs> No, I'm just. It's funny. I don't know, even know why I chose that day, but maybe because I'm looking at you. Um, it just it, kids. I tell you, it just never fails. But that leads me to because I feel like I need to vent to you because we're gonna Let's do, do, do this and it's funny. We, you and I, um, it like we could FaceTime and I'll be cooking and you're working out or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and we'll like FaceTime for like two hours. Yeah, and and we just shoot the shit and it's just, it's the best. And you know what's funny too is that we always end it like really abruptly like we both end up being like, "Okay, I'm done with you." We could be talking for 3 hours and it's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> just like hang up. But I don't, but but I I just love having these like conversations cuz we could just talk about literally anything and we sort of bounce all around. So, here we go. I'm going to just sort of vent to you if you don't mind. Let's do it. Um so Piper started school this week and for everyone that sort of has been, you know, keeping up with this whole thing. So I had a nanny first because, you know, when you have, when you have a kid, it's, and you're not working, you feel guilty, right? Like I totally. don't I have all the time in the world. Why do I need a nanny? And why am I spending money on, for someone else to watch my kid when I should be, I'm fully capable of doing this. Right. But I got to the point where I was like, I'm not I'm not the best version of myself anymore. Yeah. And so I need a little me time. So I started off with a nanny because I was like, it's fine. She's at my house. It's my rules. Piper feels comfortable in her house. She can take a nap in her bed, all the things. And it was working out great. I didn't let her, you know, drive her around anywhere. It was just like, just in the stroller. She can go to the park and walk around or whatever. Like things that I felt comfortable in and sort of eased my way into that whole idea of slowly letting go of her, right? And it was working out, but I felt like Piper was still really bored. I would notice things that I was like, uh I feel like she's not like maximizing her time. And so I was like, I think she just needs other like kids to play with. Because every time we would be around like, you know, her cousins, she has the best time. So I was like, I just need to get her in school. I need to get her like, you know, like fully immersed in this idea of Totally.
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, I also, when you were contemplating this, I was like, Natalie, get a nanny. Like, you deserve this. Like, you, you, helped me, that moment you helped me. You helped
2: me really, like, you made me push the button. Like, you made me press send. You made me say yes. And I was like, okay, maybe it is time.
1: I think I painted the picture. I was like, you deserve to just sit in your car in silence if you want to. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, <laughs> and this is coming it's from you. I mean, you don't have kids. but no. But you're... I think that you sort of understand this whole world. I mean, you've seen it, you've seen all my sisters and everyone. Um, and I think you've known me obviously pre baby and you've known that I've been very independent and I like my me time and all of that. So I think you've noticed that I've just haven't been myself.
1: Yeah. And also like I coach a lot of women, right. in their health and fitness and like the number one, pattern that I see that women do is they put themselves last. Mm -hmm. And so they do everything for everyone. And then they have nothing to give at the end of the day and they're exhausted and they don't feel happy. And they feel like I'm not fulfilling all the things that I want to do. And so like, it's so nice to see you have time now to yourself because look what you've been able to do, right? Like you've got the podcast, you have dedicated time, you've been able to make this decision to send her to preschool and like now she can be socialized. And it's just so beautiful to see like that small step that you took in hiring the nanny has led to this domino effect of other great things. And now you can pour more into your podcast. You can pour more into being a good partner and being a good sister, cousin, businesswoman, mother, like, it's so great. So like, I'm so excited to see Piper going to preschool and like, getting to do this. And like, this is all the fun part of motherhood. And now you have the energy to be able to handle it. Because seeing your kid cry or taking them to preschool for the first time can be so like, exhausting and draining and emotionally ah, I don't even know. I'm not a mom, but I can just like, I just imagine that feeling. Yeah, it's, it's like, ah, my little human. Yeah.
2: It's a lot. But like you said, I think it, you know, it's, it's like the analogy of when you're in a plane, right. And the oxygen mask come down, you have to put it on yourself first because if you don't, there is no you, there's no kid, there's no baby, there's no nothing. So, so I had to do that. And, and, and I feel like the, the oxygen masks fell and I was like, I put it on her first. I noticed myself putting it on her and I'm like over here I I'm like asphyxiated, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Um
2: so anyways, so we started with the nanny and then I I got her into this great school and which is a freaking fortune by the way. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Yeah. And I got her in and I was telling the nanny that, you know, I was going to start her for two to you know starting 2 days a week and the nanny actually had she was going to school so her schedule changed anyways, and she was going to have to switch my days. So it kind of worked out perfectly. Um, yeah. Anyways, so she started school, and, you know, I'm, like, talking to her. I'm hyping her up. I'm, like, trying to get her ready for school. And, I mean, it's adorable. Don't get me wrong. It's, like, the cutest thing with their little backpacks and their little lunchbox. And I mildly had, like uh, – it was, like, my first day of school. and I And it felt like I was Aww. getting her ready for college. I'm not going to lie. The paperwork <laughs> – the amount of forms oh I had to fill out for this child, holy crap, but it all was fine. I dropped her off. She was not about it. She didn't fully cry, but she was like like saying, no, mama, no, mama, no, like, don't leave me. Aww. I know. And so I technically signed her up for two full days, uh, but I don't she doesn't have to go the full days but
1: you're paying for it but I'm them, paying for so it so it's let's take yeah it down. <laughs> yeah
2: I mean she can stay till 5 but that seems very that seems very late for me since I'm not working if I worked a 9 to 5 then it'd be perfect okay. to just pick her up and go home but you know I'm over here like walking down the aisles of Target while my kids you know school but that leads me to so I so the first day I leave and I'm like, okay, I gotta stay like in the vicinity because if they call me and they did say like, they're like, okay, we'll call you and if we need you to pick her up because she's crying too much, we'll call. We'll let you know. I'm like, okay, like I have hours to just like do whatever I want. What do I do? So the first thing I do is I go to Home Goods,
1: right? Because you have to go to Home Goods. Can I just tell you what I bought, dude? My favorite store it's, ever. I will go there. Like everyone, that's like therapy for free. I'm, it's the best.
2: Like who needs well. It's that it's that target between target and home goods, I don't know. Oh, when, when it's a home goods, TJ Maxx, I mean, ooh,
1: when they're all in the same shopping <laughs> center, right. that is money. Yeah, and if there's a whole, Foods, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I'm know what? My weekend. lazy ass,
2: though. I even if it's like three doors down, I still take my car and I'll drive it right in front of the others. You do not. <laughs> well I mean easy you gotta get your steps no, in it's not even about the <laughs> steps I'm thinking I'm thinking ahead I'm like okay I'm gonna have I'm gonna have eight bags I'm gonna have to roll it in yes. the janky
1: ass little cart and then it's just too much and then you're like I'm gonna see something at Home Goods, that right? I have to buy and then my arms are gonna oversize. be too full uh, yes yeah. I just have to be
2: effective, effective and, and efficient and you're
1: and you're petite. Ain't, you ain't
2: care nothing no. out. By yeah, yourself. your one step is my five steps. You know what I mean? So I'm getting my steps yeah. in. Don't worry. Just walking up, just walking up and down the stairs. I'm getting my steps in from your car. From to, my
1: car. from your car to the front door. Yeah, <laughs>
2: ten thousand steps. steps <laughs> <laughs> Short girl problems. Okay, so uh, let me okay, tell so you. So let you me tell her? you what I bought. Oh yeah. So I drop her off and I go at Home Goods and Riley wanted me to, like, set up his office. But, you know, I looked for a couple things for him, and then the rest is for, like... And then I was looking for stuff for Piper, but you know what I did find and what I bought? I feel like I was going through, like, a midlife crisis. Do you know um, those vibrating machine plates to lose... Oh, I was like, vibrating? (laughs) They sell those? Imagine. Like, hello, kitty. TJ Maxx, always find a deal. (laughs) Two for one.
1: Hashtag... Hashtag if you want to sponsor us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally. Speaking of, I do have a sponsor. And oh, it's all about toys. Let's intro it. We're now we're going all over the place. Jessica, my sister. I watched her kids one weekend for like the whole weekend. I think her and her and her husband like went on a trip. And as her thank you, she bought me a sex toy.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember. Do you this. remember it? She goes. And I thought it was very it, weird. <laughs> were you single at the time?
2: No. <laughs> I was That's re- even I weirder. Was with Riley. But she was like, this is, oh God. this is going to change your life. I'm like, I just watched your kids for 48
1: hours. <laughs> like, is this necessary? She's like, honey, how do you, Is this, necess- She's this like, how do you think you get through? <laughs> how do you think I'm, I, I parented three children. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I,
2: this was before Piper, but I thought it was hilarious. Anyways. Okay, so
1: we're going to have, we'll have to, we'll have to come back to the sex toys. Combo. Yes. Well, we're going to come back to that,
2: but the vibrating plate, it's for losing weight. It's the machine oh. where you stand on it and it just shakes the shit out of you.
1: Have you ever heard of it? Oh, that kind of plate. Yes. No. So I thought you meant like a dinner plate that like vibrated when you ate what? too much. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if they like, had those. My shit would be shaking like, out all the time. <laughs> like you're over your calories, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Touch. Your plate's up. too
2: heavy. Take some food off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! How awful is that? Oh
1: no. That would be terrible. That's why I was like, Oh my God. how? So- no. Okay. I gotcha. It's a plate. You, you stand, stand up, on it. It, it vibrates, looks like, and you have to like,
2: yes. And it, and it core. exactly. And it makes you like almost like work your muscles because you're engaging everything. Anyways, it's all like right. the lazy girl workout. <laughs> you know me, I'm I'm all about it. So you bought, I bought it? it. I feel like I need to post oh, about it because we went to, uh, Oregon to see Riley's Mountain. dad. Oh. This is like some stuff that like your grandparents have in their garage. This is like a machine that – it's like an old-school machine. It's like how our grandparents used to work out. They would stand on the machine, and they would just, like, jiggle for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you hate, you hate this. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyways, I got it because I'm like, I can stand on this
1: as I'm watching TV and just oh, jiggle. Listen, now you're going to have – oh, you're going to have to post a full Instagram I'm reel going to. of be watching TV standing <laughs> on this. I'm going to.
2: Um, <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm like on a kick. I feel like now that Piper's going to school, I need to like refocus on myself. Yes, yeah. Girl. And so I'm like trying to work out. I'm going to Lightning Fit. I'm doing all these things. Like I'm getting on my on my weight on my plate. You know, I'm just I'm trying all the things. Hot mom summer. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get to your level because you're over here like you- Miss Fitness Guru. Okay, well,
1: I also have no children, no boyfriend. <laughs> What else am I gonna do? But this is your time, though. Focus fully on yourself. Well, also, and you know what? It's a lifestyle, right? Like once you get in the rhythm of it, like you brush your teeth every day. Now, when I don't work out or I don't eat good, I'm like grumpy. Like something's yeah. wrong. And then, like when you're when you're dirty, you don't shower, you don't brush your teeth. You're like, I feel gross. Yes. It's the same thing. So I'm just trying to establish these patterns. So when I get to momhood and wifeyhood. Those are all there, and it's easier. It's a lot harder when you're like having to work back. Yeah, it so. is true.
2: And I will say, if you can work out while you're pregnant, I would definitely try to move your body, even if it's like going on walks. I oh, really,
0: 100%. yeah, I really
2: did not do a good job with that, and it'll trickle into like getting your like body sort of back a little bit and just like tightening up. But yeah, that's that's a whole other conversation. Um,
1: okay, so you went to home I went goods, to Home Goods, got I bought the plate. plate. Did, um, and I literally did you find stayed with re- Riley?
2: No. <laughs> I sent him options, <laughs> but I don't think he was loving it. But like, I stayed with like a five mile radius of the school the entire day. Do, do you know what that even looks like? I went from one little store to the next little store to the next little I probably spent more money that in that hour or those few hours that I did in her whole damn tuition. Like, <laughs> every Tuesday, Thursday, I'm going to be spending a fortune
1: gosh you're gonna need a new hobby we gotta we gotta build (laughs) it honestly
2: it was it was only these two days because I I just felt like and then today the second day I dropped her off cried hysterically so I'm like okay maybe I won't be a five mile radius maybe I'll stay in like a 10 mile radius just in case she needs me but again did a little shopping you know just like I'm trying to get my mind off things eventually I'll have other stuff to do but this week I sort of like wanted to keep it easy and open that way if I had to run and go get her I didn't have like 15 meetings or you know 15 things lined up yeah. to do I mean
1: you were you were stress shopping <laughs> you were anxious about it like, I know. it happens yeah. all right so what happened after you dropped her off the second
2: day? second day was today and she and so we there's an app that they have that you can check in on your kid which I love because I'm a helicopter mom apparently
1: You actually really are not. You are such a good mom to Piper. Like I, but a helicopter mom isn't that it's bad.
2: It's just almost like you just want to know what they're doing. Like, have they eaten? Have they pooped? Have they peed? Like, are they being nice? Are they grumpy? I don't know. You just want to know those things because you know them so well that you're like, I wonder how she's reacting.
1: Isn't that just called? Isn't that just called being a mother? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Helicopter mom to me is like overbearing and like. Insecure about their kids abilities I don't know for me it's like you're With Piper I feel like you give her so much Freedom and like she's so receptive To feedback from any adult I love your parenting style because yeah. Anybody can say like Piper no And she looks at you and she's like ooh You're an adult you're talking I know I have to Respect you I'm gonna think like I'm gonna think about this before I yeah. do it like she's so smart And I think that's due to you And Riley's like parenting I would not Describe you as a helicopter mom at Oh.
2: Yeah, maybe not when you put it in those terms. Yeah, maybe not. I think you're. I think
1: you're very invested. <laughs> That's a very nice um, way of putting it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, you're hands on. You're yeah. You are in, invested in her emotional. And physical, mental well being. And so you're curious. It's a brand new preschool. Totally. Page. So the app's great though. I saw Yeah, your the app stories. is so good.
2: And like you can just check in. They'll tell you when they changed their diaper. Like, was it pee or was it poop? Like their lunch. Did they eat? What the activities that they're doing. They'll send you photos and videos. Like it's very cute. It'll tell you when she took a nap, like what time did she wake up? So and it's like all in real time, which I love. And it makes you feel more comfortable. And I know every mom is like, it gets better. Don't worry. Just give it time. It could take even four months for her to really get used to it. I could drop her off. She'll cry every day. And then when they come home, they're so happy. And I swear, even like in the two days, I've noticed a shift in her personality. So I'm really liking it. I know the drop off is hard, but I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to do us well. Do you remember being that age? No. And you always talk about this. And I don't know how you remember <laughs>
1: Like I have such a vivid memory and emotions. I think my body just holds a lot of emotions. So What's the earliest memory about, though? 2 3. I can remember being in preschool and I hated it. And I remember the anxiety of entering a new space and like not knowing people and thinking like the adults were stupid and I probably like was elitist with the other children. And was like, "Ew, don't touch me. Like I don't know you." I do, <laughs> like,
2: okay, I do remember nap time like once and it was awful and horrendous and you're sleeping on like these little mats
1: and yeah. it was like and you're like where's my nice ass bed
2: <laughs> yeah
1: like where's my bed <laughs> what is this peasant shit i like Why am i home, sleeping on the floor? I my own bed
2: my, no my I, own I do remember though something it would like they turn off the lights and like you're looking around and you're like Are we all doing this right now? Like, are we all going to go to sleep? Like, are we just all hanging out, going to sleep together? This is so weird.
1: I don't know if napping is like a white people thing, but I don't remember taking naps. Like, we didn't have dedicated nap time at my house. Like, what's the word for naps? Siesta? Uh, there was no like siesta time. I don't remember if my mom did that or not. I just remember we were up all the time, and then when it was nighttime, <laughs> it was time to go to bed. And then you send me to preschool, and they're like, nap time! And I'm like, I don't come again? Espanol? Like. You're right,
2: but I do remember us sleeping in a lot of booths at restaurants.
1: That's at because, night. That's at
2: Because our moms... Okay, my so That these, I call her That these. but her name is Tanya. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways. Now the whole world... Yeah. Oh, I know. God. Okay, okay. okay. Anyway, so... Our moms are sisters, so my my crazy mother is sisters to her crazy mother, and they are yes. they are two peas in a pod. These ladies they would party their asses off when we were kids, and it was like a Mexican restaurant. There was mariachis, whatever. There was music, and they would be partying and dancing, and everyone having you know having a great time. And we would just if we were tired, it was like you go to sleep on the on in the booth. There was no taking you home because it's past your bedtime. (laughs) There was no bed. There was no bedtimes
1: or curfews when we were with them. It was, it was, you're going to learn to adapt and innovate. (laughs) And when you're an adult, it's going to pay off very well because you will be able to be put into any situation and be flexible and accommodating. So that's what our parents were trying to teach us at a young age. Like, Learn to sleep with mariachi music or salsa <laughs> like if or you're tired. Whatever, go to blaring. sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get two chairs, put them together. Get my coat. Get oh my your, God, the uh, coats! I would always oh the coats. And then you would take one of the sweatshirts that they yep, brought and make you a little would pillow, roll it like a pillow.
2: <laughs> I feel like is this just uh, like a Latin thing? Is this just our our Hispanic heritage or what?
1: I think it's a bit of that. And I also think it's a bit of our mothers just being a little bit degassed. Yeah. Like, this is our lives. Like, we're the parent. You're the child. You're going to fit into our world. Life. Yeah. Which I appreciate. And I think now as we're older and we see other people's parenting skills where it's like, well, oh, Bobby's going to go to bed. Okay, at, but, uh, I, like okay, okay but I am that parent now. Where but you're not going to go to bed. As-
2: mm. <laughs> I do like to stick to a routine. And I thought for sure I was going to be the mom that's like, you just fall asleep wherever you fall asleep. If we're at, you know, Thea's house or Theo's house, you just you sleep on the couch. And when we go home, we go home. And I feel like now that I'm a mom, I'm, I'm not as like loosey goosey.
1: I feel like you're you're trying to strike a good balance where you're like let's keep your routine let's keep your circadian rhythm but also but also mommy, uh, mommy take wants to hang out couch. Couch. yeah <laughs> yeah well you did that uh, last
2: weekend
0: when
1: we had we were watching
0: the it's soccer just, game she
2: fell asleep yeah. on the couch yep that was her nap time because I was gonna bring the yeah. pack and, play and I'm like you know what let's just see if she'll just fall asleep where she falls asleep. And she did, did. and she's fine, and she's going to be fine. It's just more, it's more for the parent than it is, I think, for the child. Because if you, if you start this, like, sort of pattern of, like, not keeping them in a, in a, in a, uh, on a schedule, it, it's, it ruins your, your sleep. Because then she's going to be up in the middle of the night. She's not going to want to nap the next day. So that's why I'm more doing it for myself, to be honest with you, selfishly. A lot of parenting is a lot of
1: selfishness. (laughs) But and it's an excuse too, right? Like if you don't like the people you're hanging out with, they're like, "Ooh, got to go. Piper's nap time oh, that uh, time." <laughs> like, you want to come over, "Mm, sorry. Piper Piper's taking a
2: long nap that day."
1: <laughs> oh, is that the shit you pulled last
2: night then? <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was actually I have proof. I think I took a photo. It was like, "No, I'm just 89 kidding. degrees in this house." Well, now that we're on the topic of sex toys, you know, as we talked about on the show before, our relationships should really add value to our lives. Thoughtfully designed toys for the bedroom can deepen your connection with your partner and leave everybody feeling satisfied. Dame Products is a woman-owned company making the next generation of toys for intimacy. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, dame develops its products with the help of real humans and couples like you their mission is to make adding toys to the bedroom less intimidating and more acceptable to create better intimate experiences for all dame's easy to use products are made with medical grade silicone smart design principles and lots of love earning glowing press from the new york times wired w magazine and many more Whether you're looking to enhance intimacy or try something new with your partner or give her a gift to encourage self-exploration, Dame has a toy that's sure to please. If you're unsure of what you're looking for, you can take their product quiz for product suggestions tailored to you and your partner. And the best part, Dame offers three-year warranties and hassle-free returns within 60 days. So satisfaction is literally guaranteed. So go to daineproducts.com slash humble today for 15% off site wide. Again, go to daineproducts.com slash humble today for 15% site wide. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of stressors and it doesn't matter who you are or what you have, your life is probably stressful. I know this week sort of threw me over the edge with taking Piper to school and feeling like a terrible mother <laughs> and letting her cry and having to walk away. It's it's a lot. So unload the stress and get it out. You need to talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. And Humble and Hungry listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash humble. That's betterhel dot
0: slash humble.
2: So Piper was born with all these like little bumps on her body, you remember the bumps? We talked about this before. But it's um, keratosis pilaris. And it, they said that, one, one of my pediatricians said that it runs in um, like the psoriasis family. So it's almost like small little like acne like bumps on your skin and some are white, some are not, some can get red. They're normally not itchy. They're just there. And they're a nuisance because it's just bumpy. No. And, and aesthetically, it's just you can just see them. And, and, and they spread like wildfire if you pick them. Okay. So this is the information that Stop.
1: I know. Do you know anything else? Not about that. I mean, I had eczema okay. as a kid. And it was very similar That's what to I want to talk to you about, the eczema. Yeah. yeah.
2: So they told me to basically put on a bunch of creams and stuff. So I had posted about it. And everyone gave me all of their, um, lotions and potions to try. To be honest with you, nothing has really worked. Um, there is one thing. There's actually two things. So one was I tried to take out a lot of dairy from her diet and like gluten. Yeah. Because I was thinking maybe it's a dairy, maybe it's a gluten allergy. I don't know. I'm going to just try it. Yep. I know it's a long process and like you have to actually wait to see the results. But I did slowly start to take it out and I feel like I started seeing um, results, but I feel like her skin is just fluctuates so quickly. Um, But what I will say, and I do not sponsor them and I do not um, rep for them or anything, but have you heard of Monet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the hair, it's an yeah. MLM, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend sells it. And she was like, look, I'm just going to send you a bottle of this oil. Just try it. Yeah. This oil is like a miracle oil. You can put it in your hair, on your skin. If you have yeah. a burn, you put on everything. So, and at this point, I'm like, bah humbug, nothing works. Okay, so I've been putting it on for the past, I'm going to say, a week. I, I'm noticing a difference. Great. So I know. So, I'm going to just like continue it and see. I, what I did was I just did it on her legs, not on her arms. Because she has just as bad on both. Um, and the legs are starting to go away and the arms aren't. So I'm now putting it basically all, because now it's like spread on her butt. So now I'm just putting it everywhere and we'll see how it goes. But I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. So cross your fingers, poor little girl. Like um, bumps right. everywhere. Ugh, so um, you, <laughs> I which know. is, you have suffered with this. Yeah. But I feel like you need to tell everybody about like, your whole like mercury poisoning situation. Cause oh I'm sure a lot of people are probably going through something and they don't know what it is. They can't pinpoint it or they've gone to every doctor and they. So just tell your story.
1: You want the long version or the short version? You, whatever version <laughs> suits you. <laughs> All right, I'll give you the, the, the medium version. Okay. So my entire life, I always struggled with eczema and what you're describing that Piper had as, you know, an infant I had as well. My mom said that at a very young age, I had a rash on my cheek and the doctors were just like, oh, that's not, you know, uncommon for kids to have eczema. It'll go away. Like they'll grow out of it, except that I did not grow out of it. And I just remember having these like patches that were really, really itchy. And as I got older, they got worse, and they got all over my body. By the time I was a freshman in college, I was not sleeping well. I had insomnia, brain fatigue, um, brain fog, um, and I was scratching to the point that I was breaking my skin, having scabs and scars, and I would wake myself up in the middle of the night. Like right now, if I touch my skin, the mic might pick it up, but before, if I would have touched my skin, it would, you could hear like sandpaper. Like it was really atrocious. I was super self-conscious about it. It was on my face. Um, and I had to wear a bunch of makeup to cover it up. Uh, so I had gone through a very long process of trying to figure out like how to fix this eczema. I went to every dermatologist possible. I went to UCLA medical, uh, their allergy uh, their institute of allergy for like kids and they diagnosed me with an undiagnosable autoimmune disease Essentially your body's attacking itself and it's creating this eczema And all the other symptoms that are going along with it, but we don't know why your body's just attacking itself We can give you cortisone and we can put you on prednisone, which is a um, steroid Which is given for like asthma all kinds of stuff and that will reduce your response to this eczema
2: and I, also, we have we have autoimmune that runs in our family. So it didn't sound out of the ordinary that it was some sort of autoimmune. But autoimmune I, is so vast that they love to throw everything under that category.
1: Yeah. Essentially, autoimmune is doctor's fancy way of saying, like, your body's attacking itself and we don't know what it is, but we need to give you a diagnosis so you feel seen and heard. And so we're just going to call it autoimmune. And then they throw all these things under that umbrella. So I tested positive for ANA, which is the antibody that they test you for when you have high levels of inflammation. It may not be an antibody. It's just ANA, and I don't remember what it stands for, but I tested positive for that. My mom has rheumatoid arthritis. We have lupus and um, all kinds of other autoimmune things in our family. So it was very evident that I had clinical evidence of elevated autoimmune response, my dad's a chiropractor, and so I've always been really into holistic medicine and alternative therapies, so I went down the rabbit hole of researching it myself. I didn't want to put cortisone creams on anymore. I I literally did everything under the sun, yeah. the creams, this, this the other. They would tell me, like, don't go in the sun because the sun's bad for eczema, and I would go in the sun, and my eczema would clear up. So I was like, some things you guys don't know what you're talking about because what you tell mm-hmm. me isn't working. All of the cortisone creams that you're giving me are destroying my skin. Giving me an autoimmune diagnosis doesn't do anything for me either. So I found out that I had mercury toxicity because I went to go see a holistic doctor. She tested me uh, for heavy metals and my mercury was literally off the chart of the paper like the paper could (laughs) it said like mercury and the bar graph went all the way to the margin of the page it could not be any further on the page so that brought me to gut health and detoxing my body so i did uh chelation which is dmps which is chelation which is an iv that they put into your body and that liquid breaks down the mercury in your organs and then you secrete it through your sweat and your urine. So I had like ten sessions of that. I went gluten free. How I expensive started, is that, if you don't mind me asking? I think it was like two fifty a session, I think. And insurance covers that or no? At the time, my insurance, because I'm an insurance pro, I showed medical evidence. I read my contract and then I submitted that it was medically necessary because I had mercury toxicity. And so then my insurance covered a portion of it. But you have to check your insurance. And then in addition to that, um, I also had all amalgam silver fillings in my mouth, like a majority of them. It's me right now. Take them out, dude. Take them out.
2: It's my whole mouth. Literally every single molar I have metal in my mouth
1: yeah you need to have them taken out but you need to do it with a dentist who knows how to do it because when they remove them um there's like
2: particles
1: yeah there's like uh, particles and there's like a there needs to be a good way of doing it so that you aren't putting more of that toxicity into your bloodstream because if you think about it the amalgam fillings are touching your like bloodstream so you have yeah, metal. and don't they
2: say that when you eat, like, hot foods, it almost, like, triggers it to release whatever it <laughs> I is? I don't know
1: that that is scientifically backed. I think it might be a myth, but in California, when you go to the dentist, there's signs up that say the chemicals in these um, – dental fillings or like dental materials have been shown to cause cancer. So it's, it's very mixed messaging. But then if you look up or you talk to a dentist, they're like, they're fine. But then if you talk to like very responsible, holistic dentists, they're like, I absolutely refuse to put amalgam fillings in people's mouths. It it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Everyone's worried about like plastics and giving that like BPA to babies and all these types of clean products. But right. then and yet are putting- yeah, yeah. And Mad Hatter was a real disease, which was essentially mercury poisoning. That's crazy. It's just crazy. So I went through the whole process of having all of the mercury in my body removed, including the amalgam fillings in my mouth, went to a holistic dentist who helped take those out. And then I started noticing probably after my second chelation treatment that my body was responding better. I I started to have less fatigue. My brain fog went away. And then now it's been probably 10 years that I've been on this journey. And my, I mean, look at my face now, like it's pretty much all gone. It's crazy. Your arms. My arms. I used to have patches, like alligator yeah, patches. Because it was,
2: yeah. Cause it was even changing like the pigment of your skin. They were like almost like white patches, Yeah, white rough patches. And now you're like completely normal.
1: Yeah. And my boyfriend at the time when it was like really elevated um, at the height of my eczema, he was like, "Are you a burn victim because of all the patches?" Yeah. Oh my! I remember, but I remember that. And he, he's like, "I like your spots." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know. Wait, and why are we not with him? Okay, let's not. Okay, back. okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. It, it's all coming back. All coming back. <laughs> I'm like, let's not put him on blast uh, without his permission. I know, but that is very sweet, though. I it was very spots. sweet. So. That was my whole journey with eczema and kind of to tie it back to Piper, it's, I would say do the diet thing and then also maybe try some probiotics to see if her gut health is unaligned because like what I've learned in my wellness journey is that everyone's body is different. So like keto works for some people, paleo works for other people, vegan works for some people, meat carnivore works for some people, right? Some of us have a higher sensitivity to toxicity in the air. Piper may be one of them. Maybe the paint in the house that you're in is affecting her. Maybe there's, you know, pollen or there's, she just hasn't a sensitivity to something could be the detergent. It could be even like, um, all natural stuff. Like you can be allergic or sensitive to natural things.
2: I, and it's. I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more sen- like sensitive to even like candles.
1: Oh really? And
2: oh yeah, like which they say is so bad for you. Yes. What? Anything with a fragrance. Oh. Um. Because it's basically covering up a chemical, and we're just like inhaling, <laughs> inhaling it. Unless Perfumes. It's like,
1: unless it's like an essential oil, right? Right. But they're talking like <laughs> candle candles. But the shit we buy at TJ Maxx is not on that. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm over here lighting candles like while I'm on like my my little machine plate. Also, Ugh. makeup too. I'm trying to get on the clean makeup trend. This is exhausting, though. Honestly, it, it it's really like, is. At what,
2: at what point do you say enough is enough? Like, okay, I'm not going to inhale Clorox. Fine, um, but like, like, uh, where do you say Okay, I'm I'm going to just do that. I'm going to light the candle. I think it's
1: you just have to pick your poison, like literally. So mine right now is I'm okay with my makeup being the toxic thing in my life that I know isn't clean, but I'm doing my best in all the other areas. And what's cool about your body is that it adapts and it's a resilient, wonderful thing. And well, you know
2: what's not adapting is my my um deodorant.
0: Oh, my body's yeah. not
2: adapting. <laughs> I'm on another level. I feel like I like I stink very fast oh like i smell fast like i could be out of the shower and in like five minutes i already have some sort of smell this is disgusting i'm sorry but it's a is it
1: like is it your pheromones that you don't like or is it sweat that you're smelling no 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 this is like bo really yeah and i don't know how to fix
2: it Oh no no no. I asked Jackie. Jackie's always like, "Damn, girl, like what is wrong with you?" I'm like, "I, I don't know. We Like should that natural that. shit is not working on me." Oh my god,
1: how rude.
2: I know I need like aluminum in my body to like
1: balance <laughs> out. I need the aluminum's to really like cut the odor. I feel like we should buy a whole bunch and test them out. Okay, let's do it. And then but, like i will work out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I that's will the be the sniff test.
2: It's I like the Kardashians. The it's like the Kardashians when they all drink pineapple juice for like a week straight,
1: that and then was the sister so weird. went. And
2: the sisters, do they smell it or taste it? I forgot. I, think I they don't smelled know. It. I think I fast they smelled their, their I vaginas or it. their underwear. Yeah,
1: it was too much. I was like, y'all, that is just uh, That's too much. But I will sniff See, your armpit, no problem. Okay, just not my vagina.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, I will if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's love. What's love got to do? To do, got to do. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are we um, we're gonna we're gonna probably jump off soon, and then I'm gonna do your podcast, yes. face Other f words,
1: yeah, um, which I'm
2: really excited to do. Um, and you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, you just relaunched, right? I did. It's very That's very exciting. exciting. Yes. What, tell yeah. us a little bit about it.
1: So I feel like. During the pandemic, and a lot of people can relate, there was a lot of competing priorities. And for me, it was family, career, my own health. Those were like my top three things. And so my podcast, unfortunately, was one of those things that I didn't feel I had the energy to give to emotionally in order to produce content that I was proud of. And then I had kind of A realization over the last couple of months that I'm not a quitter. And just because things get hard doesn't mean that you give up on your goals and on your dreams. And the pandemic is kind of You know, the world is opening up and as Mm -hmm. the world reemerges, so does our goals and our dreams. And I thought it was the perfect opportunity to kind of take people on a journey of what it's like to relaunch something when you feel like you've maybe failed at it it or were unsuccessful at it. And it's just like, you know what, life is messy and done is better than perfect. So we're going to relaunch it and you know, my story, my voice is just as important as the next person. And I wanted to kind of share that and encourage other women who are on a journey, a millennial woman journey mm-hmm. to just keep going and like, yeah, OK, COVID happened. Now what? So you're going to bask in that misery forever? Right. Or are you going to get up and dust yourself off and move on to the next thing? Like, all right, let's get over the boohoo. We had a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. So what? Life is still right. moving forward. What are you going to do about it?
2: I love that, and I feel like it's funny that you say that because today I had a moment, and I was sitting with my mom and all the kids, and we had my sister's kids at lunch, and I I was telling her I was like I don't know how long I'm going to do the podcast for, mm. and she goes why I go I don't know I'm just having this moment of like all these doubts right
1: like imposter and syndrome
2: yeah exactly yeah and and she was like can I tell you something she's like I've been on the radio because my mom's a radio host. Yeah. And she's like, I've been on the radio for 11 years, and the amount of times that I've wanted to quit are endless. She goes, but what gets me out of bed to record it is the lady that says, I, yeah. I run to my car every morning just to hear you. Like, I get out of bed just to hear you, or you make my day, and I love hearing your voice. And it's like, right, you're doing it for that person. You're doing it for them. And it's almost like it's not even for you anymore, you're doing it because it. It feels good to do it for someone. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that that's a good perspective. I like that. That's good. But
1: you it's know the, still hard. Do you know the other interesting thing? Mm. One of my girlfriends, Keisha Fitzgerald, who we've talked about before, she runs a podcast course and she talks about how the majority of podcasters are men. So there's like a shortage of women. Like we're a minority in the podcasting mm-hmm. world, number one. And number two, the majority of podcasts that start don't get past like... Five to ten episodes or something. Interesting. But there's over like have, a I, million podcasts yes. that start yes. and they don't finish. I Nobody have consistent. heard the
2: statistics of that. I feel like there are. I mean, gosh, all the podcasts I listen to, besides like Dax Shepherd, are all women. But I wonder if women listen to women and men listen to men. It's interesting. Yeah. It is. But women,
1: see. women are the primary decision makers when it comes to buying decisions.
2: Yes, that Which I is know.
1: fascinating because Which the majority – Which is not mind-blowing either. It's, no, but the way that businesses market, they do not make them for women. For example, car buying. hmm When you go buy a car, it is not meant for a woman experience. No. At all. I feel like they're starting to slowly introduce like the
2: online version of like, hey, pick your car, um, tell us what you want will drive it to you. You can test drive it. Have you ever totally. heard of that? And, yeah. But that's but a it's coronavirus still, thing. That's true. Is that how it started? I don't even remember. Yeah. I, but I know that there's a company that does that yeah. to try to eliminate the process of you spending literally all day at the, at the dealership.
1: Totally. But you still want to go sit in the car. Like If I'm, if I'm going to buy a minivan for my family, I want to go sit in the minivan. But they'll but, bring you the car. Oh, that's great. That way you test drive it. But again, but yes, it's still
2: very ancient, the, 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 that whole industry.
1: Like if I were starting a car dealership, you could get a Manny Petty while you're there. <laughs> there's a daycare with a fun zone. There's pizza. There's ice cream. Oh my God. Like, I would be buying cars I every know. weekend. <laughs> that's hilarious. You wouldn't have to haggle. I'd be like, this is the price. <laughs> right. And and out that's the door. It. That's at that's the door. All- We're not going to bullshit you. That's the price. Like when you go to buy a shirt, that, that, that's the that shirt. includes the state taxes
2: and the everything. this and the tags and the, yeah,
1: everything, honey. Cause that's and what they you- get you.
2: Yeah. The tag plus 20,000.
1: <laughs> and then they Gosh. show you the tinted windows and you're like, Oh great. And then they show you your car and you're like, what the hell is that? That's not where are the nice rims. <laughs> yeah. I have to manually crank up my seat. Do you know how long
2: that's going to take me and Riley? That's another fucking 10 minutes to my schedule. <gasps> cranking it back, cranking it forward. Yeah. Gosh, I know. But that is, that is very interesting. I mean, do you feel like in your relationships, you were like the one that made the decision? Well, I
1: guess you're not married. I think no. it changes when you're married. But even so, so I read this book about women consumers, and when it comes to making a big purchase, normally in a, you know, cisgendered household, uh, the male will ask his wife for a suggestion or they'll talk it out. He'll have to consult her before making yeah. this big purchase. And then Which now you do hear that all the time. It's let me ask yeah, my wife. Totally. And if the, the wife, it's, it's it down, very
2: rare. That's like, let me ask my husband. It's like, no, nope, let's do it. <laughs> I'll tell him about it later. Yeah. Yeah. That is how it, that is how it goes. Mm-hmm. And like,
1: when think about man. all the, think about all the other things that are purchased for a household, like groceries, furniture, um, Mm -hmm. all women
2: all women sort of oriented normally yes
1: but then when you go to the grocery store it's not made for a woman like taking a shopping cart and a stroller like the kid's gonna grab all the stuff like if a woman made a grocery store you would put everything above kid level so they couldn't grab at it you would put decorative things on the bottom so the kids would be entertained like if (laughs) if if companies actually catered to the Buying power of a woman, like the whole world would be so different.
2: I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the grocery store one. I mean, I feel like that one is very multi like you see old people, you see like the people in the wheelchairs that need to grab it and make it low, you know,
1: obviously lower. But the experience for a woman who tends to be like so a different, mom. yeah, that's why wa- moms love Walmart and targets because the bathrooms are clean, they're accessible, they're easy to find, there's plenty of space. So if you do so have a true. stroller, uh, yeah,
2: see? Although Whole Foods is getting better. They have like a whole section for just kid toys. So you can just, in the front, so you just grab it, give it to them to distract them, and then walk around.
1: <laughs> yeah, because whoever the marketing person there is a genius and knows yes. their target audi- audience. Yeah. Totally. It's going to make them stay longer, buy more. Hell yeah. If yeah. I was a mom with a stroller and they give my kid a toy, I'm going to stay there all day. I'm going to get a latte. Totally. I'm going to get a Trader smoothie. Trader Joe's, they give you food. And yeah. it's a small store. You're in and out for Trader Joe's.
2: Yeah, every mm-hmm. every store has a different thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I love you.
1: I cannot okay, bye, wait. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <bye. laughs> this is how we normally end. All right, I'm over you. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> it's so, true. so, in that case, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. See you next time.
2: Okay, maybe that ended a little too abruptly, but you guys get the gist. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I love talking to her. She's so great. She really, um, she's a, she's such a articulate individual and she's so smart. And ever since we were kids, she just always was sort of like a compass for me. Um, I could always talk to her and she would sort of guide me in this like direction of like, you're doing good. You're doing good. My biggest cheerleader. I just, I love her so much and I didn't tell her on the show, but she knows it and I love you (laughs) anyways I love you guys also at home and thank you guys for sharing um, on Instagram and anywhere that you guys share your podcast uh, recommendations thank you for subscribing for rating reviewing honestly that is the only way I'll be able to continue doing this um I'm literally about to jump on and do her podcast, um, my cousin's podcast, Faith and Other F-Words. So if you guys want to go and listen and check that out, that will be up as well. And yeah, thank you guys so much for the love and support. Love you guys. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry.